directly represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. with us this morning by the way well actually i'm i'm doing okay today uh sunshine and of course it's always a beautiful day in the neighborhood uh, at least i heard another fred say that on a regular basis uh, i'm doing good today dude uh, i i knew uh, uh fred rogers fred rogers was a colleague of mine and mr webster you're no fred rogers oh no <laughs> Well, you know, I don't have any of those Ozzie Nelson sweaters anymore, you know, with the pockets in them. they got about three buttons or four buttons to button. What do they call those? Cardigan sweaters, I think. Yeah, I think those so. Those cardigans? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. As a matter of fact, I haven't seen any of those around since. Oh, they're everywhere. I see them all the time. Do you really? Yeah. My sons have a couple. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. They're pretty popular. They get those. Amongst the, the sweater crowd. I was going to say, to those, they get those. popular. Salvation Army, they've been, or the Goodwill, because they've know. probably been, they do shop there, don't they? Who? Your kids. Fred Rogers? No, oh, no, 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 my kids don't shop it. Do they have <laughs> Are to, you kidding? Do they have to go to the mall. I have a kid who bought a $1,000 pair of shoes. Come on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he obviously doesn't get that from your side of the family, does he? Gotta get it from me, I'll tell you that. Oh my. Well, I don't you know, I I had kind of a meltdown. Uh not really, but I I kinda I think he knew that I was baffled as to just what forced him to feel he needed a thousand dollar pair of shoes, but <sighs> he makes a lot of money. So this and, is and word? he's and he's single. And he lives at home with us on purpose. I encourage them to until they have enough to I get, maybe get know, their own house or whatever. Because I'm not going to be help, helping them with a down payment or anything. Yeah. So the, how I can help them is um, let them stay free. But he's got all this money. He he, he takes care of it. He doesn't spend he, it recklessly. Uh, but you know, it was a, it was not who Mel Marcos is. I don't know, but he is a shoe. He's a, he's shoe, a shoe diva. Connoisseur. He's a shoe diva. 
Oh, yeah, my. he is. And uh, this this was a, a splurge, and I couldn't be too mad at him because he wore them to wear it at his uh, brother's wedding. So, oh, really? Yeah. Now, they were sneakers, well, but they were $1,000. I, I know, I've known a couple people that wore Chuck Taylors to weddings. I would have. Uh, well, I just, you know, I've just... I I got a real problem with anything other than tennis Matter of fact, I knew somebody that used to wear Chuck Taylors with the tucks. I like Chuck. Matter of fact. Oh, yeah. yeah, I used to do that. Yeah. Back black, in the day, I wore tennis black, shoes with everything. Black, black tucks and red Chuck Taylors. Yeah, I wore, I wore tennis shoes with everything back in the day. I, now I, I don't, I just don't ever wear dress shoes at all for any reason. Uh, I've got some. I got some too. I'd hate to think how I think mine are probably about forty years old, and they look like they've been worn twice. And yeah, maybe that's about all they've been. You know, I mean, they're there, but I don't. Uh, I've been saving mine. Don't break from them out very much. When I accept the Academy Award, I figure out where dress shoes. Oh no, that'd be Chuck that. Taylor's for me if I was going to get up on See, stage. I'm thinking I might even go in sweats and stuff. I mean, not even good sweats. I'm talking. I'm, I might. Okay, are you going to have any? Are you going to have any gold bling to go yeah, with you yeah. while you're up there? Yes, I will. Uh, if I ever win an Academy, if I ever win an award of any kind, I'm going to accept it in my Walmart outfit. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to be wearing pajama bottoms and a robe. Hopefully Mr. T <laughs> will loan you with, some of his with, bling for that. With my Crocs. I'm not a Croc fan. See, I don't, oh, I, I wasn't, I'm but I am now. Fan. I wasn't, but I am now. My son got tired of his, so he gave me his. I will, I will buy another pair as soon as he's uh, wear out. I love uh, them. I love them. Crocs are good shoes. Don't listen to any of these snooty people no, who tell you when that I, they're not shoes. When, when I grew up, if you had holes in your shoes. <laughs> oh, I had holes in my shoes all the time. Well, that's what they have: duct tape and. Uh, Super glue for. Let's see. It was my fault. I'd get a new pair of shoes within a week. I'd have them worn out because I just I, I was not good on shoes. Well, I mean, I was not good on shoes. Hey, uh, are you? Uh, did you get worn out from basketball over the oh weekend? Oh my god! I am. I. Okay, you know how much I love the game. Anyway, yeah. If I have to see another basketball game, I am just gonna. And I have to. Well, and you're just getting into the, oh, you know, the, yeah. the college yeah. and everything else. Yeah. No, I, and, uh, you know, I'm one of those guys, and I've said this before on the show. I'll say it again. Everybody's probably tired of hearing me say it because the first time you heard it, it might have been a little bit witty, and now it's just old. I'm an atheist. I live in Indiana, and I don't believe in basketball. Uh -huh. Now, I am also a realist. It's like I tell people what they say. Well, what would you be? Well, I'm a communist, but I'm also a realist because I realize it'll never work. Yeah. Period. End of discussion. But I'm a realist. I realize where my bread is buttered, yeah. and so there's enough basketball. There oh, is yeah. enough basketball in our uh, paper to choke on. There's not too many people out there that haven't had to swallow that. And, and there and, aren't too and many. What, it's, it may not be basketball. It'll be something else. And honestly, you know, we talked a little bit about this off the air. The idea of the basketball tail wagging the athletic dog in this state, yeah. but um, but we're you know, it's like like you just said. A lot of people don't even think that's enough. There are a lot of people who cannot get enough basketball yeah. in this state, especially. Yeah. And okay, I understand it. I'm going to give you what you want. That doesn't mean it's my most. 
I wouldn't go to too many baseball games. I love football. I would cover football every day of my life for the rest of my life and not not be upset about it. Um, I don't know why I never played. Well, you know, in in uh, in Indiana, when you're if you're born in Indiana, you know, you get two pieces of paper. <laughs> you get a birth certificate and you get your PhD in basketballology. <laughs> yes, you do. As soon as you slide out, slide out there, and the doctor gives you your first whack on the butt, you know, or wherever they whack you at nowadays. Uh, I mean, you get both of those. And then they take a referee's shirt and they scare you with it so that you can hate referees for well, the rest of your life. Well, they just, they parents throw referee shirt up and, and say, if you're not careful, you're going in the corner. Here's yeah, my referee shirt. Yeah, you, know? you ain't careful. One of these guys is going to blow a whistle at you as you grow older. Yeah. Hate them. Hate them. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a uh, oh man. Yeah, I don't. I but ba- it's basketball. See, we got we should congratulate Glenn. Uh, you know, Glenn's, won had a, a Glenn's, Glenn's had done a pretty good job the last few years. And the I thing think. is, I, this yeah. is not their best team in a lot. Their yeah. team last year was uh, unbelievably it, good. You know as well as I do, best teams do not always oh, no. win. Because their sectional had number one, number three, and number five in it. That yeah. was their sectional. So one of the top, or two of the top five teams in the state were going to be gone before the sectional was even over, and well, two years in a row that happened too. Well, let's let let's go back to when when I was in school, and uh, I remember talking to uh, Dean Foster from Bremen. When, oh, you know, yeah. I was playing ball over there, and you know he's we got talking ballpark over there. And, and, I, you know, and, and he said, you know, I open the gym up. Nobody shows up, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual stuff coaches say. And I said, uh, you guys haven't been that ba- You haven't had a bad teams. Right. But Bruce Dayhoff's playing in John Clinton. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Bruce, you know, I Bruce mean, Grimm when you look here. around here, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you've got to run the gauntlet. Yeah. And they had good teams. Yeah. They didn't have good enough teams to match up. With with and they, they still you know they were better than five hundred all the time. It's interesting you mention him too because you talk about somebody who has the respect of his peers. I've never heard a basketball Dean, Dean Foster. I've never heard yeah. a fellow coach not talk with almost reverence yeah. about him. We went to he played low, played ball at Elkhart, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I'm from not Elkhart. sure. I think he I think that's where he. I'm not I think sure. that's where he come out of. Uh, but I know every coach I've ever known that knows him yeah. just thinks the world of him. Not just him as a person, but as a as a basketball yeah. guy that he knows his stuff. I uh, like I said I I you know we always chatted a lot over there, and, yeah. and the last time I saw him before he passed away was in uh, what's the bar restaurant in the South Edge of the Notre Dame campus, uh, Legends. Legends, yeah. I I was over there after a hockey game with some friends of mine and ran into him in there, and he is I guess his wife, you know, and. Uh, that's the last time I saw him, and we probably chatted for 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, but uh, like I said, in those, you, know, you can have the best team, but it doesn't work out. And you no. can have a much lesser team and, well, and make a really deep run because of just the way it worked out. The be- well, and it's like I used to tell our, our baseball kids, you're one good pitching performance away from going home in this tournament. I mean, all yeah. somebody just has to come out and get yep. hot yep. once. Yep. And it happened. Best team I ever coached. I mean, well, no, I can't say that because we've avoided telling these all our players, Tony and I, who we thought the well. best team was. But let's put it this way. It was in the top five easily. Yeah. 
and we didn't get out of the regional. We got beaten the first game of the regional. Our pitcher threw a one-hitter. Laporte? Uh, Laporte? No. No. It was Benton Central. They had this big 6'8 guy who Texas had recruited. He was horrible. He was terrible. Had the, had the game of had the had a career game, game of his career. life. Yeah, the reason career. that he got offered at Texas is because he was 6'8". He weighed 250 pounds, and every every and college he had, coach and he had potential. He had potential, and every college yeah, coach could, yeah. looks at that kind of physical oh, yeah. in a picture pitcher and says, "I'll be the one you, you that, that gets I, it out I, of him." You know, I, yeah. I I I do the same thing. You know, I'll, I I've got talked to a girl that uh, uh, their travel team came up and played us in the fall, and she plays at uh, Lafayette Lafayette Catholic, I think. Yeah, and uh, uh, we beat her around. Yeah, but she's five ten. Uh, a little work and a little tweaking, and yeah, but you don't know that. Oh, you get you burned see, on that can, all I, the time. Yeah, but you know, yes. And my problem is, is they gel just about the time yeah. their last you know handful of games or something. I've had that happen. I've had two really, really good pitchers, and I've had a, I've had about three or four gel just as they are leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. this girl, I, I saw I saw some stuff. She throws a little bit of everything. I saw some mechanical mistakes. Sure. That she nobody ever corrected with her. Sure. And they were simple fixes. Yeah. So I made sure that I got her contact information, and hopefully she's. Uh, now don't get me wrong. This kid was good enough to play it you know Bethel or something like that if he paid yeah. his dues and worked yeah. at it he would have been okay his junior and senior year yeah. but uh he had the game of his life against yeah. us by god we got two hits fast fastball curveball uh yeah he didn't Any have change? much of a change it was just fastball curveball he threw de- with decent velocity uh, not nearly as hard as he could have change up was just good enough to get uh, well, uh the eyes Looking at something speed wise, and it wasn't necessarily a strike. It was just a well, threw it up there once in a while to to throw it. I'm going to be arrogant, and I'm going to say our guys throw over the years had. That's why we won. They all knew how to throw a changeup. Yeah. Every one of them knew because that's something I started yeah. with them when they were ten. Yeah, because it takes you that many yeah, years I, I, to I get, feel I, it. I I get that, and so I, I get that. most guys like this guy, his changeup was basically just a batting practice fastball. You, you, just take you, some speed off the fastball. You, did you teach just one changeup? No, I did, told them they had to find something that fit in their hand give that they them felt comfortable a couple with. Different, that's, that's what I do. I said, if you don't even want one of these, find one of your own because the key to this pitch is that it feels at least halfway because it's going to feel like crap in your hand, like it shouldn't be there, but you got to get used to that. So find one you like and stay with it. I try to get across it. In softball, if you lock your elbows, you're coming around. You can take a lot of velocity off the ball. Drag your back toe. And uh, well, you drag your back toe anyway. You know, See, in baseball, unless unless you, you come unless you come jumping off the yeah. You know, in baseball you uh, don't. But uh, uh, <laughs> that's a no no. You know, I mean, I I if if they don't have one, I try to teach them a suitcase change, and it's just simply like picking up a suitcase yeah. and you're dropping it, and your hand releases below the waist and and uh, that's the simplest one. Uh, there's a they got a flip change, which I'm not fond of because that takes gazillions of repetitions 
to because you've got to right you come you come up one way and you've got to turn your turn your arm over and same thing the same release points is below the waist but it's just um it's a good one but i've got 21 months with them at the most yeah and i don't get that much time with them in the pin so uh you don't have this how do you throw it well let's try this you know well, and that's you got to start early and change it. The the best one I ever saw, the one that works better than any other I ever had anybody throw, is a palm ball. Oh, I know what you're talking. But about. I only had one guy ever that whose could, hand had the was hands big, enough, big enough to do it. Because you have to have a huge yeah. hand to throw that. And I had yeah. one guy who did, and that was his best pitch. They throw it. Did uh, anybody throw a circle change much? Well, everybody did. That was that's the where basic. Everybody went. That's the basic. That or some variation of, of that. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody went to, and you know, I I used to like the uh, the the uh, White Sox taught what they called the Fosh. Basically, you wrap your two middle fingers around it. It's like that hook 'em horn yeah. sign, and that's how you throw it. You you're basically you're basically throw them with the two uh, middle fingers, almost almost like yeah. a a glorif- not a knuckleball, but similar s- similar yeah. an offshoot of that, yeah. and that take a lot of. And I don't if your hands are good size. That shouldn't be that hard to control. That one is the one that feels the most comfortable. It's why the White Sox taught yeah. it was because their young guys yeah. all thought they could hold that. It felt at least yeah. okay in their hand. But I get that. Well, you know, we talk about all this. It's because we, we lost a sports figure um, over the what was the last weekend when uh, Earl Earl Mishler uh, uh, passed yeah, away. Yeah, uh, Culver native uh, Earl Mishler passed away. Uh, uh actually anybody uh, that knows basketball the people we were talking about before knows basketball or fast pitch or fast pitch softball yeah, oh, right. yeah and the coaches right. all do yeah you know back in the day as far as i was concerned and and i i met earl when i was shooting pictures at the pilot when i was just yep. was in high school and stuff harold and all those yep. guys were still there and uh steve prince was still the prince of bremen in those days yeah. and uh I, I, there were two guys if Bob Williams and the Indianapolis Star walked in your gym, yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, and if Earl Mishler walked in your gym and sat down to do a game, it was almost as impressive. Yeah, Bob, Bob, is Bob had that shooting the stars column. Well, I was going to say he was kind of the the he was the dean almost of the state. He was the basketball guy yeah. in the state of yeah. Indiana, he but was. I, you know, Earl was right there. Yeah. but he didn't have the resources. No, he didn't, have the, he didn't have the Star, Indianapolis you know, Star, you know, and Indianapolis him. News. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. Yeah. But I, I've seen him. I saw him sit down next to each other. You know, yeah. When they, you know, I've, I've seen that happen before. Well, I tell you what, it for those in the media, his website is the Astro, Bible. Yeah. Uh, Ken Peterson's going to continue. Yeah, you know, Ken, you I know talked Ken, to Ken. Ken uh, we talked at New Prairie, and he gave me the news that Earl wasn't going to make it much longer, and he said well, he's going to he try to he, take it he, over. He sent he messaged me that yeah. Earl passed away. Yeah, and uh, there is some kind of a visitation of some kind on April, I believe, the fourth at uh, Palmer in, on Cleveland Road. Uh, Palmer Funeral Homes has his uh, uh, taking care of the arrangements. Uh, I mean. When I when I was playing softball, I I got I got accused of Earl being my press agent before, you know. <laughs> but we knew I mean we knew each other for, for years. Yeah. And, you know, he used to write a lot about Ralph DeMeyer too. Uh, 
but uh, you know he he had uh, he had I think it was polio as a kid because he couldn't use one arm. Yeah. And I know that, and this didn't show up in any of the press stuff, but the Tribune had a slow pitch team. They played up in right, South yeah. Bend, and I think Earl played second base on the team. And he catch Probably. it in his glove, and then pull his glove off with his teeth, and then throw it with that over to first base. And well, uh, you got to make do, man. I know, I know. And and he just he's one of these guys you, you'll never know he's there unless you uh, never toots his own horn, never nothing, you know. Uh, but uh, great writer, great person, always great person to me. Uh, voted into the uh, Indiana State House Softball Hall of Fame uh, back in the eighties. He's got for his writing. For his writing, he's got to be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Too. Well, if he isn't, he should be. Uh, he, if he's not, somebody's got to put him up for that. Yeah. there's nobody, and he loved it. Yeah, I mean, you could. It, it, he wasn't working. <laughs> when yeah. he was doing, he was he was no. not working. Yeah. He was he, he was found a job he loved to do and it wasn't working. Life, yeah. yeah, I know. Um, and you know, as you said, just a great guy, just very gentlemanly, uh, absolutely kind, uh, uh, self. I mean, he was just a great guy. And the you know the thing as a journalist working with him uh, didn't work very often because he was at the end of his yeah. when I got here but well, he was still doing stats for the tribute and he was still doing a lot of and, and stuff i don't know if he but, did them this this year or not uh, but he probably he could probably there's really no way did, i imagine yeah, yeah I, there's no it, way he yeah. didn't but um the thing that always fat he never took a note ever he'd come up and talk to the coach after uh, the game he would never ever he, ever take a, a game note. occasionally he would scribble yeah, but I'm words. talking about quotes. I even yeah. before I had a, a yeah. tape recorder, I had yeah. to write everything yeah. down because yeah, yeah. uh, I'd never. And he could remember all that stuff. I mean, yeah. he just remembered, and he didn't miss. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You can think you remember and misquote somebody, and no, oh, he never missed one. Only, that only I know two of. guys I, I saw him do that, and I saw uh, what was Solomon's first name that lived down <clears> here by uh, out here off just off the Muckshaw that wrote for the Tribune for years that had to. Uh, okay, the last Richard, name sounds Richard from, Solomon. familiar, Nick but Solomon. I don't remember the first name. Well, he was the, the bureau guy down here and covered a lot of stuff, and he never took a note either. He'd go show up at a, at a controversial city meeting, right. or, you know, like somebody wanted to put a dairy farm in the yeah. wrong side. Of, you know, yeah. one of those type of things, yeah. and uh, he never take a note. Yeah, uh, absolutely amazing. I... Back in the day, I did it. I it wasn't my preferred yeah. method of do, but there were times when, yeah. for some reason, I had to. Yeah, and I was okay with it, but I was always really, really leery about whether I well, remembered you didn't want it. Somebody exactly. calling you up and saying, "Hey, you and it's important quote, if you're going to quote somebody, yeah. it's important you put their words in there I because they're going to have to stand behind them. So, if you don't put exactly what they said, then I think you're doing a disservice to the to who you're quoting. Um, he, uh, I was going to say something else about him. I'm trying to think what it was now. I forgot about it. I guess that's a. You know, back when he was young, you saw him everywhere too. I mean, he yeah. was at everything. Even yeah. if he wasn't right in the game, he was there. He got he got moved over to the copy desk at the Tribune, and he was he went from the sports department to the copy desk. He lividly threw a fit. Oh, I that. bet. 
And they had to promise him that he could still go out and cover basketball. Oh, I'm sure. But, you know, he was so accurate with everything. And in those days, the copy desk was where everything's – that was the, yeah. the, the focal point of everything going through the paper. Right. Uh, that was the most important yeah. seat in there. Yeah. And he was so so accurate with everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Painstaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But uh, – I saw him at uh, John Glenn Plymouth game, and well, Ken Peterson had drove him. You know, we, I was yeah. I walked in, and I'm sitting down there on the on the floor. That was the last I, time I saw him. Actually. And I said, uh, I, I said something to him. I said, "Is that seat next to you?" And we sat there and chatted. Yeah. You know, the whole game. And then I saw him up at. Uh, I went up to a LaVille game several years. It's been several years before COVID. And I went to a LaVille game. I don't think it was a by county. No, it wasn't. And uh, I can't remember who they were playing, but he had come in and he was sitting on the east end on the floor. Came in, and he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, both times. Yeah, had been in one for a while. Well, I know Ken was watching him a little bit. Yeah, he was. Places. He was keeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty good about that. Yeah, he was really good about yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, I went over there at. Uh, I was going to go before the game started, and it was just about ready to start. Now I'll wait till halftime, and I went over there at halftime. And it was like, uh, it was like a scene out of The Godfather. You know, people were people were coming up. They did everything but kiss the ring. Oh yeah. And I mean, it was it was, yeah, Radecki. It was you know it, you know it was all the yeah, the you know and uh, just stopping to say hi, you know how you doing and hi, and that I was impressed with yeah. the amount of people and who was. Going in, you know, athletic directors. I mean, you know, my gosh, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it was all, it was the old guard that was there. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, he had, uh, he had the respect of his peers. That's 100% oh, certain. Yeah. Um, but that's the last time I, that was the last time I saw him, yeah, was there. So. Well, but, it's, uh, uh, and, you know, we tried to get him. Oh, yeah. When we had, when when we he, had Steve yeah. Yoder and yeah. Durf on that day, yeah. we, I tried to get him, but he had a doctor's appointment that morning. Yeah. And I uh, would have loved to have him, get, oh, yeah. you know, and I thought about it again and that, well, we'll wait till spring. And then, well, it's, you know, it's, it's too late now. So, right. But, uh, so anyway, uh, uh, we lost a, a, a legend, at least in my mind. Anyway, well, I think, I think you're, you're safe in saying that. Yeah. Especially in, in, in the business he was in yeah. like i said he had the total respect of all his peers and the longevity oh yeah and that yeah. should that's a lot too yeah well and the thing is people around here should know him he went to a lot of plymouth basketball my god he grew there up in all Culver. the time yeah and you know the sad part was he had no family they couldn't yeah. find you know i mean he had nothing you know right. left um and he told me where he he had a buddy at one time that lived in uh baroque uh and uh, this has been years ago. And they would go to games and stuff sometimes. And uh, I think he passed. I think he drove semi or something. But he had passed away. Somebody he grew up with. Yeah. You know, from down there. So, but uh, uh, who's the guy from uh, does all the, the announcing from uh, uh, Stark County for the, the oh, old guy? Uh, um, Weinberg? Wein Harold? Weinberg, Yeah. He and he and Earl went to school. They graduated the same year, but from different school. Right. He had a very nice uh, comment 
you know, about Earl, about right. watching. They both came into the, the same kind of the same sure. time, different yeah. directions. But uh, uh, so I think that was a guy's name. Uh, you want to do a song? We can do a song. All right. And we'll get on to. You get nothing but the joy of knowing that you got this song uh, right. Uh, there is a theme to your stuff today. Correct? Absolutely. All right. Um, Absolutely. Bulls fans should recognize this one. Don't you think? Well, we'll see. <laughs> They're probably Lakers fans now or whoever's hot. No, this is. Still? No, they used to. They, I don't know if they still do it, but this was like a staple of uh, uh, the United States. Well, I'm Center. taking a poke at a couple Bulls fans that were Bulls fans when Jordan was there. The, and yeah, as soon as he left, well, we're going to be L.A. fans now, you know. Uh, Why? Yeah. I, you know, I'm not a LeBron hater, but he's not, he's like Shaq was. He's a freak of nature. He's not a great basketball player. He's just physically so far ahead of everybody well, in the game. He can he's, do he's stuff. A good, he's a good businessman. Yeah, and so is Shaq. And so is Shaq, by the Both way. Both of them are. Yes. But so is Jordan. Yeah. I mean, how many billions did he make that had nothing to do with basketball? Yeah, correct. <laughs> I mean, he was a yeah. billionaire without basketball. Yeah. Anyway, if you know, uh, you want the artist or this? Let's do artist. Uh, yeah, well, I like the artist. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's do the artist because you want to talk about longevity. Yeah. He's been around long, long before this ever came out. So let's, uh, if you know the uh, the song that's playing, you know the artist. 574-936-4096. 574-936-4096. Honestly, you should know it right now. Oh, yeah. You should know it at this point.
Nobody got it. How is that even possible? Nobody's listening. We, we, well, that's we got to be it. It's got to be it. I, okay, now this is tough in a sense that I think that I'm not sure anybody. They've heard the song. They've heard the song, but I'm not sure they know. If you watched a Bulls game in the 80s or the 90s, you heard that constantly. I mean, it was on well, the, all the time. The guy that did this song had been, I mean, he goes clear back in the 60s. Gary Glitter. The Gary Glitter. I wonder if that's a stage name. I think so. No, I, I think Mr. and Mrs. Glitter would be upset if you uh, kind of suggested that wasn't a Did real they sprinkle name. glitter on him when he was born? And They're the ones that, that, that the substance is named after. Uh-huh. I'm sure you didn't know that. but Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we must have really tuned everybody out yeah, in a heartbeat. Sure. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do we have a text message? We got a text message. Did they just slip it in after we told Oh, them? no, 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 no. Yeah, no, he did. It, it's my son. Oh. Uh, Are they allowed he to wants, listen? He wants the Bulls theme song next. Oh. Tell him the next time he's on, he, he, can, <laughs> he can pick that out himself. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the. Uh, I got I got a good one coming up here for the break. Right. But anyway, so we need to give away some lottery tickets. Oh boy, uh, got some scratch offs from the Hoosier lottery. And uh, are we uh, using the demon dice? Or yeah, just... we're using the satanic dice right now. All right, so. uh, you want me to call a number out? No, I'm using the dice. Ah! Right. Now you made me drop them. Well, I was going to say... It, Brad, I got to reach under here. That can you, hurts. Can you bend down that low and I get back up? I had to move, and that hurt. Moving hurts. I thought you were the good part of the Good Hands Club oh, it, back in the day. Yeah, right. Right. Caller number five. Didn't five, you catch? Seven. No, my brother was the catcher. Oh. I was the guy who could hit a little bit that they had to play... And hide Were you the right somewhere. fielder? Were you the right fielder? Second base. Oh. I played a little first base. <laughs> Over the years, I played I was a hoping you were smarter stop. than standing back there with people swinging well. bats and people throwing stuff at you, and you had to wear a mask and all that stuff to protect yourself. Well, you know. You, you know, they're say, not playing with a full deck. You know that, don't you? Well, everybody says that, but I'll tell you what. My brother was awful to well, it was really good. Uh, but anyway, uh, my son was a catcher, too, so you just insulted the son who knew Gl- Gary Glitter. I did? Yeah, because he was a catcher, too. Do I have to? He was a Do I have, do I have to really watch myself? Good is he going you know, to uh, be laying and wait for me somewhere? He'll find you. He'll find you and dump a barrel of water on you. That's what he'll do. Oh, yeah. great. That's what he does. Works at Culligan. Hi, guys at Culligan. How are you? I'll, I'll sick Joe Adams on him. You know, he may be listening in the car is what are they because they're I'll, delivering I'll, stuff. I'll, I'll sick Joe Adams on him. All right. That's a good idea. The first time Joe did something in a few years, probably. Oh, yeah. It'd be a good idea. Anyway, let's uh we'll have a winner here. Scratch offs. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Caller five. Number five. Scratch offs. Hey Plymouth, resolve to make stronger connections with Surf Fiber Internet. Right now, get two free Eero Wi Fi routers with gig speed. And with all speed plans, you can add on home phone for just ten dollars a month. Unlike the other guys, there's no contracts, hidden fees, or annual 
rate increases ever. Don't miss out. Call 844-955-SURF or visit surfinternet.com to make the switch today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Choose independence and peace of mind. That's what you'll find at Miller's Assisted Living in Plymouth. Miller's apartments have been thoughtfully designed with your comfort and enjoyment in mind. Miller's would like to invite you to come out and let our enthusiastic staff give you a personal tour. Miller's Senior Living Community. This community's choice for assisted living. Get your cell phone out and dial 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. From the University of North Carolina, Michael Jordan! Can I be like Mike? That's for you, Elijah. He asked for it, so he got it. That's what the Bulls... This played every time the Bulls came out. Uh, does that mean you expect him to run the sweeper and dust then? He better be here in a second. Oh, he's supposed to be here? Michael Jordan's supposed to be here. Oh, is that That's right? That's why I played the song. Oh, really? He didn't show up. He didn't show up. He stood us up again. He's not playing blackjack up at the blue chip, is every he? Every time. He's probably golfing somewhere. Yeah. Dropping $10,000 a hole on something. Yeah. Um... Somebody asked how LaVille did in the sectionals. They got beat in the semifinals Saturday. South Bend Career Academy beat them. 
Uh, uh, South Bend Career Academy is playing. They're playing for the finals. Yeah, well, no, they got beat. Judson won that how, section. How is it that they came out of basically nowhere? Uh, did they uh, acquire the correct uh, players? Evidently. Because, because they I mean, they've been doormats. They haven't every, won you know, a game they, in years. I was going to say, they've been doormats every, you know. I mean, well, they're, let me take a quick look. I think they were like, I think they won like 15 games this year or wow. something. Which is astonishing. That's an unbelievable game. You know, that was a throwaway game for a lot of teams uh, that pick them up. Let's see. Well, it's, yeah, at, at one point. Where are they? And how many Division One players do they have on their on well, the roster? We'll, we'll, we'll see, I guess. I, I South Bend Career Academy. surprised. Well, actually, they're right around 500, 11-13. They have a new coach this year. Um, Familiar name in the coach? I don't think so. Leon Johnson, it's his first year coaching. Oh. So right. his career record's 11-13. and 13. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they were right around 500. They play for a team that just started. Yeah. Really good schedule. I mean, you're talking. Yeah, about, I know. Uh, it was well. Uh, Bethany Christian beat everybody this year. They're playing them. They play Laville in the regular season. Yeah. South Bend Clay, Mishawaka, uh, Argus is, has been really I I was good. Say, I, I think they. I thought they played Argus. Yeah. So they, you know, Prairie Heights. Believe yeah. it or not, they're yeah. they got a team this year. They, geez, Prairie Heights scored 84 points on them. So. Wow. Yeah, that they're right around 500. And and LaVille had a – I don't want to say they had a – but they won 15 games. They had a decent so, team. They had yeah. a decent team this year. You know? Yeah. They just – you know, that sectional – North Judson's one of the top five teams in the state. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be surprised if they're not in the semi-state. It's really yeah. going to surprise me. And then whatever happens, you know. Yeah. Once you get so far down, yeah. you got to get – unless you just totally – Well, melt down. Blow yeah. out somebody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a little luck never hurts when, the, no. when you start getting that far down. So. No, but Lavelle did. Uh, Lavelle did. Uh, we got two. One and two. All right. Wow. Let's go to. Uh, got a couple of calls. We got action today. Let's go to uh, our first caller. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, good morning, Rusty. This hey. is Mike Dell. Hey, Mike. How are you? Good. Hey, I heard you talking about LaVille, and you probably found out uh, your info there. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to let you know that LaVille beaten them earlier in the year by, I think, 13 points. They yeah. South Bend career camp. Yeah. So. See, that was a surprise to me. I thought for sure they'd be playing. Because my Saturday was a nightmare. I was going to Judson if LaVille won. And I was going to Triton if they lost. I mean, it was just, I didn't know where I was going at night at all. <laughs> I had no idea. It depended on who won. And I mean, if Culver hadn't won, I would have been, at, I mean, it was just, it, yeah, I was but, just sitting but, there trying to figure in, it out. In your job, you have people telling you where to go all the time anyway. So well, you yeah. really shouldn't. You know. Usually they're not, uh, they're not employed by my employer either. That's usually no, where uh, they're just, you know, yeah. a, a fan Concerned. of the game. Yeah. Concerned individuals. Yeah. 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 Concerned citizens. Yeah. Well, my grandson played for uh, Fort Wayne Blackhawk, and they played down in Burn, Indiana. That's where their sectional was. Wow. So Judy and I, yeah, Judy and I left about 3.30 on Friday because of the snow, and it was a little treacherous until we got to Rochester. And then uh, 
then we just stayed down there. We got a motel. We were pretty sure they were going to win, so we just stayed there in, uh, uh, in Bern and then uh, went to the game on Saturday. So. Well, yeah. Now, uh, did they win? Yeah, they won by nine. But you, you talk about one weird basketball game. They played Adams Central, and Adams Central's coach, uh, is McClure, Aaron McClure, and he's first cousin to Joel Grendel. <laughs> yeah. Now, it, but here's the strange thing about the game. Adam Central leads Blackhawks 18 to 10, four minutes to go in the second quarter. They don't score again. Adam Central doesn't score again until the start of the fourth quarter. They go oh, four wow. minutes in the second and did not score in the wow. third at all, oh, wow. and finally scored with about a minute into the fourth quarter. That's it a rough a quarter. Strange game, I'm telling you. That's a rough stretch. You don't win a lot of games doing that. No. Well, they did, though. I mean, they've won 18 or 19 games. They're a good team, yeah. but uh, they just hit a bad stretch right then. Yeah. So. Well, anyway. when you're not shooting well, nothing goes well. So who do, so do they play yeah, this? Who sure. do they Who do they play next, then? Blackhawk plays, well, here's another strange thing. Blackhawk plays Tipton down at LaPel at 4 o'clock on Saturday. The LaPel coach, or no, 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 I'm sorry. The Tipton coach is Cliff Hawkins. He used to coach at DeKalb and beat Plymouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's somewhere right in the late. Uh, I think it might have been Nick Wise's senior yeah. year, but somewhere near they beat Plymouth. But yeah. here's the other strange thing. When Kevin Stuckmeyer got let go here at Plymouth, he went down and he was Cliff Hawkins' assistant coach at Center Grove. And then Kevin became now he's the girls' coach and has been for five or six years at Center Grove. But anyway, it's just such a small world sometimes on how things happen. Yeah, it is, and uh, uh, yeah. Well, remember the guy had Luke Recker on that team, so uh, that that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'd forgotten he had. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and he had another guy who was about six eight, who was a pretty good player too. So yeah, they uh, they I were really that. really good. Twin Towers. Yeah, they were really good. They were right. really good. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to add those tidbits, and I uh, heard you guys talking this morning, and so that's, that's all I had. Thanks, man. All right, good talk to you. Talk to you later. Yeah. Got another phone call, too? Yeah, we do. Let's go to line number two. Caller, you're on the air. I am calling to protest. <laughs> Uncle Doug, what are you going to protest? Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> Uh, do you have a, a, a license? You have to have a license, to pr- a parade license, parade permit. A parade license? You have to have a parade permit to protest. Oh, my goodness. Are you marching down here from the barbershop? No, but I'm protesting. Did they raise the price of cutting cut hair again? Morning. What was that? The good music is being played this morning. Good music? <laughs> yeah. Like... I get Yoko Ono. When I'm on, I get Yoko Ono in the dub song. Gee, this isn't right. Come on, Rusty. 
right. What? You had the Doug song? It was a song completely about you. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, his, is his lock-up song still the song from here? Oh, yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe they raised prices on you or something, and that's why you were protesting. I tell you what, I'm, um, yeah, this morning you guys played two really good songs and I'm just kind of disappointed. Well, we've got several more and I would say the last song that we played today on the way out the door is probably your most favorite. I got one, com- I got one coming up after the break. That's going to be, people are going to love it. <laughs> people are going to love it. All right. Well, I just had to call Tormac, you guys. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm going to walk in on I you one of these that. days with a, with a pair <laughs> oh, of clippers. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to walk in with a pair of clippers. <laughs> right, see ya. Behave yourself. I know that'll be hard. Yeah. Well, you know, it's Uncle Doug. Yeah, it's I know. kind of thing. Uh, did you happen to uh, – well, you didn't have oh, time right. to get anywhere, did you, over the weekend other than that? <laughs> no, I was in a gym all weekend long. Oh. Or in front of my computer, one or the other. Uh, so what what happened this weekend? I well, in Elkhart, that. you should have went to Comic-Con. Oh, yes. And you know what? I'm upset about that because I've never been to one of those. I've got to go to one of those. Well, you know, Lou Ferrigno was there. I know. And, I saw and that. I they had a made friend him, who They went. made him an honorary deputy sheriff. And, you know, I'm so jealous of that. In I'm Elkhart? turning green over the whole thing. The, the sheriff of, uh, of Elkhart County uh, made him an honorary oh, deputy good sheriff. for you. Oh, that was terrible. But, but I turned terrible. green. Yeah, that well, was. Well, I'm just practicing for St. Patty's Day. It's was, coming up in a few more, uh, another terrible. 10 days or so. That was absolutely. No. no, that was, that was not. No. No. Anybody who uh, got that has got to be older than 50. <laughs> Well, at least I didn't have to change my clothes, you know, because they were all ripped out. I we can we can actually uh, uh, give them a, a, a sample of what they what you were talking about. Uh, remember? Oh, we can do that. Yeah, remember that, yeah. this one? Oh yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, this absolutely. Bill Bixby with his little satchel and it's walking off into the sunset sadly because he knows I like he him can. In my favorite Martian. He knows that he can never and, and Mr. Eddie's father can never have a normal life because of the monster that lives within. Alright, that's good. <laughs> he went on to become Mr. Eddie's father. I think it was before. Yeah, I he think, was yeah, Eddie's I think you're right. Yeah, I do think you're right. Yeah. Because my mom loved that show. She used to watch that all the time. Mr. Eddie's father. Well, I think it was the courtship of Eddie's father. Was yeah, the name that's of the what show. It was. Uh, yeah. which I don't know. It was it was an interesting show, but anyway. But okay, so it was a, it was, uh, a, it, was a chick, it was a chick show. I would anyway. It was what? Okay, uh, you, you you strike me as a real superhero kind of guy. If you went, if you went, who would you go dressed as? What would what would be your costume? Because uh, you gotta wear a costume to Comic Con. Well, let's see. I would say probably Sergeant Rock. If you remember who Sergeant Rock was. Yeah, I do. Wow, you are really so 
underage. Those were really old comic books. Well, I used to, I used to, uh, 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 I used to add to the uh, Nixon family inheritance. And I would go get those Sergeant Rock oh, comics, yeah. you know, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, back uh, at the newsstand. Hey, Sergeant, I, you know, he was all right. I was never big on. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, Sergeant, yeah, probably. I'm trying to think who else would be the characters in there. It's been a while. Uh, but uh, See, I had you as an Ant-Man guy. No. No, or maybe, or maybe uh, shooting flames out. You know, yeah, shoot the, the whatever it is. The or maybe Mister Fantastic. Uh, that would be a good one. Too. Well, except yeah. that that was your nickname in high school, wasn't no, it, Mister no, Fantastic? No, 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 no. They would they would sit there and they would read my name out in class, and everybody would turn around and look. Who in the world is that? And that's the way I liked it. Uh, Nondescript non dis non and just yeah, in the corner. Uh, Fred Jones here. Mr. Fantastic here. Yeah, they're, that's how they called you. I mean, even the teachers called you Mr. Fantastic, no. didn't they? No, actually, they probably called me Ferris Bueller more than anything else. <laughs> Bueller? Bueller, where's he at today? <laughs> I would go, who would I go as? I would go as my own superhero. I'd go as Apathy Man. You, you've heard of him, right? Apathy Man. He has every possible superpower you could imagine and absolutely no desire to ever use any one of them. Is that right? Yeah. Jeez. Apathy Man. Wow. What's the costume What's the costume look like? He doesn't have one. Why would he? <laughs> Well, in other words, in, in other words, he'd be like the Invisible Man, eh, kind of. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be a great comic book. You could see him drinking coffee, taking coffee a walk with the dog. Else, yeah. <laughs> you want to do another song? Uh, yeah, you... since everybody seems to yeah. want to listen to our songs. Oh today. yeah, yeah, we had two good songs. Yeah. Uncle Doug endorsed songs. Well, you got to consider, you know, I mean, who's giving well, endorsements, you know. So. I guess. Now, where is the other one? Oh, here's the next one. This one kind of doesn't. Well, it yeah, it does. It yeah, does fit. Does. Yeah, it does. I love this song, by the <clears> way. <throat> uh, and the thing is, I don't think people know that John Lennon is on this song. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he and Bowie did it together. That was the whole reason. The song was, they made this up in the studio. Was this, they just. Yeah. His Basically base, threw something against yeah. the wall, and this is well, what he came knew. Up. He tells us Bowie tells the story that he knew Lennon was coming in. They yeah. they made arrangements. He's going to do a song with him, and they didn't have anything. Wow! <laughs> so they made it up before Lennon got there, and this song is what came out of it. I, it's been a big hit. Oh, it was a huge hit. Yeah. Not as big as another one, but mm -hmm. all right. Now we're going to play it. If you know the uh, the name of the song, give us a call. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. I gave one of the names. I gave one of the names away. They don't know Lennon was on this though. I had to get that information across. Name of the song. So, uh, if you know that five seven four nine three six four zero nine six, all you get is the joy of knowing you were right. So, I they should know it at this point too. I don't know. Anyway, good luck. 
I had to get to the, the thing there. Because that's my favorite part of the song. They didn't text in on this one either? No, he didn't. Which surprises me because I play Bowie around the house all the time. All the time. He's one of my... He's one of those guys, you know, and, and I hate to say it because people are going to think I'm weird, but there are several people like that that I actually... I will admit it. I actually cried when I found out they died. Bowie was one of them. Uh, Joe Strummer from The Clash was another one. And there's an old actor... Uh, Spalding Gray, who, uh, when he left, I was very upset. He was really. And mostly because those guys, like Bowie was the soundtrack of my life. I mean, anytime I was doing anything, Bowie was on. Um, same thing with The Clash. And then uh, uh, Spalding Gray was just inspiring to me. He did some really cool stuff uh, on Broadway and stuff like that. So, Anyway, David Bowie and the song is Fame. See, I can even do that. Go to break. Uh, yeah, do we need a word from our sponsors? Yes, we need a word from our sponsors. How about if we do that? We'll be right back. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. Dr. Rick here. If you find yourself getting particular about where you get the weather, you may be turning into your parents. Looks like it might rain. Let's see what Corey from Channel 2 has to say. He's something else. I like him better than Harris from Channel 5. You could just look up the weather on your phone. I like Corey from Channel 2. Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. The Co-Alliance commitment to deliver on the best propane service available is unwavering. Their established local quality service is unmatched. Co-Alliance is owned by local farmers, and they deliver on the principles of hard work, dependability, and trust. It's not by chance that they've been around for nearly 100 years. It's because of their commitment to the customer. Earn 500 free gallons now when you join the others that have made the change to Co-Alliance propane. Call 317 324-4457 or visit coalliance.com to learn more. Choose independence and peace of mind. That's what you'll find at Miller's Assisted Living in Plymouth. Miller's apartments have been thoughtfully designed with your comfort and enjoyment in mind. Miller's would like to invite you to come out and let our enthusiastic staff give you a personal tour. Miller's Senior Living Community this community's choice for assisted living. Basketball tools. I got a basketball tools. Got a basketball tools. Oh, baby. Let your voice be heard. Give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for What's Your Opinion? Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. 
I, yeah, I, I honestly, I had that. I had that on the list. This is a state song of Indiana, isn't it? Uh, well, it could be. Well, you know, we have to keep up with the Joneses too. You know. Uh, I used to work. I used to work with a couple of Joneses, and uh, I used to kind of joke around and sing this. You know, sing this to them a little bit. You know. Basketball Jones, I got a basketball Jones. Of course, he's the same. Well, the got one, the one, one of them, Jones. I won't say oh, which one. Baby. One of them, uh, every time I'd see him talking to a female at work, I'd hold up five fingers because he uh, his his ex wives were one, two, three, and four. So I was, would hold up five, and uh, he'd just yeah, laugh. Okay. So anyway, um, there aren't too many songs about basketball. No, there's not. Honest. No. I was, I was going to play this one because I'm sure that nobody's ever heard this one. I have heard this once. You have? Yes. Yes. I can't believe you've heard this. No. I, I, uh, w- when I get up and start to streamline songs, I spend a lot of time on YouTube, and one song leads me to another, and, hey, I've never heard this one. Let's check this out. You know, I, I can't believe you've heard this. Well, if you, you hear this guy talking in there, you know, rapping right now. Sounds it's just Curtis like, Blow. Yeah, but they sound just like the guys that did uh, the Super Bowl shuffle. Listen to it. Listen to this guy talk. And then think back. That's, oh, that's that's Samurai Mike, you know. See, Curtis Blow is—he was like the first yeah. rapper to actually hit. Yeah. He, I can't remember. But he his, sounds, uh, but he sounds, you know. When you hear the, the rap on the on the Super Bowl show. There you go. Little Curtis Blow for you this morning. That's uh <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna play that. That ought to uh, bring the youngsters in. Oh yeah. The youngster. Yeah. You know, that's the funny thing. I mentioned Curtis Blow as a rapper was really the first you know, everybody say, Oh rap. I'd say I think this was all the way back maybe early eighties, mid eighties, yeah, if could, not before. Could be, could be, you know. So yeah, Curtis Blow was around for a long, long time. time. And uh, I had a I had a guy I used to buy steel from when I was in uh, uh, the factory biz. He actually did an album with Curtis Blow. <laughs> this guy was a steel wholesaler, and he was a guitar player. He he did all of it in order to fund his studio that he would make these albums, and he made an album with Curtis Blow. Oh, really? Yeah, he sent it to us. <laughs> It's one of the most hideous things I have ever listened to. Because he was a heavy metal guy. And, and he's, Curtis and he's, Blow's and he's a up, rap. And he's up with a rapper? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a disaster. But he thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I shouldn't be making fun of him because people, you know, he, he's doing something. He's sticking his neck out there and doing it. I mean, it's not like somebody, oh, I want to be a musician, I but I'm he, not going to do anything about I it. He, I bet he had, I bet they had fun doing it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure he, he did. did. He obviously, that was his yeah. passion yeah. was was that, you know, and I yeah. I guess I feel kind of guilty making fun of a guy who's following 
doing what, what everybody wants, should what he, do. What he wants to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, now, you came in here and told me something. How's your season going, by the way? You uh, started. Well, uh, yeah, actually, they started at 9 o'clock this morning in Florida. Uh, the girls left uh, Saturday night uh, out of O'Hare, got down there about uh, they're playing in the Claremont area. Uh, Are they in a tournament or something? No, they just spring, you know, okay. the spring yeah. trip. You know, you've done the spring trips. Yeah, but a lot of times those colleges will bring in a bunch of schools we from the got, north. Well, and, we've got uh, Minnesota. I got the list somewhere. Uh, I I only looked at I looked at one of them because I recruited. I thought that was a school. I recruited this girl really heavy, and she didn't come. And uh, I thought this was a school she went to, and it wasn't. It was another one. And I just I looked at the roster. Anyway, they got in about uh, got settled in there. The, the first place they were, they, they rented a, uh, an Airbnb, a big house. So right. They did. Yeah, which is a good And idea. I didn't go because this is girls', this is girls trip. Right. And I'm the definitely the odd, sure. odd man yeah. out of the whole thing. And, yeah. you know, this is, and uh, anyway, I had stuff to do here anyway. It, but uh, the first place they were supposed to have evidently flooded from what my understanding. And so they had to, they had to get hooked up with another place. And I assume whoever rented this one to them, set them up somewhere else. Right. In, sure. In, in one of the birds. Another property they and had. Da- da- yeah. yeah. Da- somewhere in Davenport, Florida, I think is a suburb uh, southwest of Orlando. Southwest Burb. So they get settled in about 1030, you know, and I'll, all of a sudden, you know, it's about I, I, 1 o'clock in the morning. I got my, I'm on the computer. I got my phone sitting there, and I see uh, the uh, their little site kind of light up and yeah i see this uh florida police officer on there and the comment was hey he's cute did you get his phone number you know and then one of the other girls said you know maybe you should just marry that guy and anyway so i'm getting oh so they were really traumatized oh yeah well a couple of them so anyway i uh i kind of jumped in then because they know I, i stay up late anyway and for all i know they did that because they thought I was probably still up. Well, that yeah. wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah. And come to find out, uh, got checked in, and they were there about an hour, about 90 minutes, and all of a sudden, pop, 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 pop. And police showed up. Uh, a couple residences down from where they were at uh, is where the shots were originally aimed and uh there was a couple people i guess that died that got killed uh there uh the girls are all fine everybody's fine oh there's no that's, you know, yeah I mean, everything's you know, okay you know. yeah and uh you know the police showed up and they interviewed everybody and uh, uh i said oh yeah sure you you know sure sure you got you know sure there was shots you know well, let me see let me see pictures of shots as soon as it got light on Sunday morning, the the van they had they'd run at least one van and the van got all shot up. The windows were shot out of that. There's bullet holes in the garage of where they were staying, the garage door. Uh, needless to say, they uh, they moved to a different place that day. They were supposed to play uh, somebody down there, and the game got canceled. And they were supposed to play two games today. Now they're playing three games today. So, uh, I've done that before. Nine, nine o'clock. 
I want to say like 12 or 1, and then they're playing one about 4 or 4.30, and I'm sure they'll all sleep well tonight. That's tough. Uh, but they got a, they got a real uh, dose of uh, uh, things you hope they don't see. You know, and uh, you mentioned that, and that could have been very disaster. a horrible disaster. Yeah. Especially if if they had bullet holes in the garage. They had a bullet hole in one. I saw one a bullet hole in the garage. You hear about that all the time, yeah. about a stray shot from a shooting yeah. goes into a house and kills somebody. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, I that could have been very, very, well, the baseball, very bad. The baseball team's down there, too, and the... Uh, the uh, interim ad's there because he's the baseball coach and the assistant baseball coach uh, is there and he works at the college now but he used to work at the jail. So, oh, okay, you know, yeah, jo- you know, Josh, yeah, you know, Josh. Josh. So, and uh, so they they did a good job of taking care of everything and they have moved on to a different place. Uh, of course. Uh, years from now that they'll have great stories about how they oh yeah they heard the shots and they 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 thought what would what would george armstrong custer do he'd ride to the he'd, he'd get out you know and ride to where the gunfire was you know and they rode out to the gun you know there'll be all sorts of stupid stories in years about this but uh why i i just uh why would why why why, why well, I would have had to put my Sergeant Rock. You why, know, if I'd have been there, why did I'd have you, dressed up as Sergeant Rock and gone down there. Why know? did you go straight to, to General Custer? I, th- that just well, kind of... they would have probably ro- rode in there and got shot, you know. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> any, any, anyway. Anyway. Any, anyway. Well, see, my, my it, thought was that they're going to tell a story about how they all jumped on a serial killer and beat him into submission and waited for the cops. That's what. Well, that's the story I, in ten years. I uh, uh, my first my first thoughts when they when uh, all this came down is I'm sitting there thinking. I wonder what it was like when they pulled in to this to the oh to yeah the, the complex or was there anybody sitting up. High watch, right. you know, you know where I'm going. Yeah, I know where I mean, you're lookouts going. sitting anywhere, you know. Most people wouldn't even, most people would not even know what they were looking for. No. And uh, I, I just, uh, uh, this just, I mean, it just reeks of something. Because was it, was it a bad, was it kind of a neighborhood where they were shooting? No, it, it was a really nice, the house, everything was really nice. I assumed it was either, uh, drug or gang related that's well, you know i mean that's not 99 percent of that stuff, stuff like that happens that's you know, exactly what it is like what was it the other night last night somebody got shot in a wayne street parking garage up in south bend that's just come out yeah. today and that's probably gang or drug you know i mean that's a lot of that up there is but that, even though they don't want to admit it but not sure it's not i don't think it's probably gangs as much as just there's drugs. gang activity up there if you look around close enough. there he is but it I think it's just they've cleaned they've cleaned a bunch of that. I stuff still up, think but. it's just a bunch of guys who want to deal drugs, and they get into these yeah. little fights, business, turf, turf, yeah, turf, business turf arrangements, fights, yeah. and yeah, all that going on. Uh, so anyway, uh, they had some excitement, and uh, I hope everything settles down now. And uh, uh, well, okay, I, I I I did believe me. I was I was up for a while Saturday night. Until they pretty much all yeah. went, to, you know, all went to bed, and uh, uh, and chatted, 
a little bit, and then I checked on things yesterday. You're still in those shoes, uh, but I, put yourself. Those in are the those shoes are those are. My, I look at those as my kids. You know, I mean, it's, I I know that's not necessarily the way you want to do it, but they are. You know, they're no. That's exactly. They're how you my. Want to do they're it. you know. I look at it as they're my my responsibility, even if they're down there. So. Well, that's kind of the thing, you know. Imagine you're the the coach, and you that's, know that's, I, they don't teach you they don't teach you how to deal with that. That's the biggest nightmare in the world because you know people used to say, "Well, you get to go to Carolina on vacation." Yeah, it's a vacation to chase a bunch of eighteen to twenty year old well, boys that's, that's, around that's, Myrtle that's, Beach that is, at three o'clock. That is, that is in the, the other reason. I I've never gone on a spring trip, whether they went there or uh, Tucson or whatever. I just never. I was always working. And I'd have to burn a whole bunch of vacation to do it. I just wasn't going to do it. And then we didn't go for a number. This is the first time we've gone somewhere in about four years. Yeah. And uh, because of all the turnover of sure. coaches. Yeah. And uh, so I, I just, uh, uh, that is not a vacation. That is a job. Oh, I heck hear. yeah. But the thing that Joe always used to say, and this is something, you know, that's your nightmare as a coach, something like that something happening. happening. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like he used to tell me, he says, how in the world can I come back if some anything yeah. happened and talk to the parents about why I wasn't there? He and says, you, you know, and, I, and, I have to take you, that as you've my got, kid. You've got to live with that the rest of your life. And i got to protect them like I would protect yeah. my own children. Yeah. You know, we used to talk about it all the time. All it takes is a couple of guys going into the wrong bar and saying the wrong word to somebody yeah. and you got a boatload of trouble on your yeah. hands especially in a place where the locals don't particularly care for the cal- for, for the the, the, yeah. the carpetbaggers coming yeah. in so if you end up in the and wrong still place areas, there's still oh, areas where there are carpetbaggers oh, well, yeah so yeah they they uh, we used to worry i mean that was a you spend your you never sleep. Yeah. I mean, you're up till four or five in the morning because yeah. you figure they're all home by then. But you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just, I know. I, I, you know, and you I get you, it. You go out. And it's you know. I remember going to um, Scott's last year. We played in uh, a burb of Columbus. We played the regional tournament. Yeah. We made the regional finals over there, and we stayed at this place, and and uh, it was okay. It was a. Uh, you know the breakfast buffet in the morning, right, uh, yeah. like a not not a Days Inn, but uh, um, uh, Hampton or one of those sure. outfits yeah. like that. And man, I tell you what, I strolled down the weird hours I keep. I strolled down a couple times and walked out to the bus and checked the parking lot out. Right. You know, just to, because I tried to get them to get bring all their bats and gloves inside. Oh, well, what do we yeah. need to do that? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, you never know. You don't. You absolutely do I not mean, know. Even in the best neighborhood, people go through and break into cars to get stuff. Well, out I, I came in here. I parked over here across from yeah. the from the the parking lot because they had every kid in the world getting dumped <laughs> off over here. Yeah. So I, I pull in over there, and some lady pulls in just in front of me, and she gets her. You know, I'm getting everything around to come in here and she gets out of her car and she's parked next to me to the on the, on the driver's side and grabs a kid and you know walks the kid over there i get out of my car and shut the door and i look over there and her purse is sitting Man. on the rider's side on top of everything i don't know if the door was locked or not i don't know who the lady was right 
but it wouldn't she would have never known it never heard it till she got back you know somebody could have punched that window out next to nothing because there was and her purse could have been gone yeah and i just anyway i i i'm just glad nothing happened and you know it's going to be a, a great story and and uh uh someday uh uh, a few of them will laugh about it because maybe one or two of them got a phone number, whether it was a cop's number or not, that the, the young police officer's number or not, uh, or just one he gave out. Uh, you know, women do that, but men do that too sometimes. Yeah, I think some of my players did that to me. Did I ever tell you that story? No. I started getting texts out of the blue from somebody. I have no idea who it was, but it was obviously some... they giving some, your number out to... It's obviously some young girl oh. who was suggesting things and everything and oh. and you know and and i did the smart thing the first one i got i showed it to my wife oh because i wanted to be sure that she knew that nothing was going on i mean the last thing you need is you got some somebody you don't even know texting you weird yeah. things yeah. and your wife just happens to see one coming in and it's like what's good so the first one i showed it to her and i said why in the world would i get this she's like i don't know so then the second one comes same girl. Same girl. I said, oh. I said, you know, I eventually said, look, I don't think I am who you think I am. She was suggesting I come over. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, I don't think I am who you think I am. She goes, well, who are you? I said, I'm a 55-year-old man that's married with five kids. Never heard from her Never got another text. No, and I that. know what happened. I guess she, I know I guess, the two guys who did it. I guess I guess she wasn't into older men, was she? I know the two guys who did it. I know they were somewhere and they gave this poor girl my number. Yeah. I know it. And to this day they deny it, but they deny it with that little smile hiding yeah, underneath yeah, there. They did it. I know <laughs> they did. I didn't so. know I didn't know the younger generation was that creative anymore. Well, they're not young anymore, but when they did yeah. it, they were young. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the weirdest thing. Yeah. You know, my wife says you just gotta, you gotta I, tell uh, her what's going on. I uh, they'll get back. Uh, they're gonna get back uh, Sunday night, late, and some of them have eight o'clock classes, and we have practice that day. I, I, I used to meet the bus when they would come back from Florida or Tucson. Right, yeah. I'd get a message, and then I'd meet the bus out there. And I plan on meeting the bus when they get back on this one, too. So, uh, Well, it'd be... Obviously, they weren't traumatized. <laughs> they're trying to get the cops. Well, well I, there, there, there's a couple of them there that I probably I'm sure. were. I'm sure. Because there's a couple of them they'd never flown before. Oh, so and they, now you know, got that, and they, too. And, they, and this is their first little oh, jaunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So... Uh, oh, Crystal's man. got her can yeah. may have her hands full. She can handle it. She's she's good at that stuff. So. You know, I just I just you know that I feel for her more than any because everybody's safe. But I know what she's thinking. Well, she is scared I, to I, death. Once once I made the comment about the the young police officer that every well some of them were oogling over. I started getting messages from some of them, and uh, you know chatting and right i get a, i've gotten that's not the first time i've got one at one o'clock in the morning this year so yeah it'll be hey are you still up you know or something so uh it does happen and they were going through something and needed to 
Needed well, sure. Up, so. I mean, that's it's not yeah. a normal experience yeah. uh, to have somebody shooting no. next door to you. So no, you don't necessarily get a, the opportunity to camp out next no. to a shooting gallery somewhere. No, you all, don't. So not at all. You want to do another song? Yeah, we'll get the last one out of the way. The last song out of the way. I'm going to say this was my favorite song when it came out. Really? Yeah, this was by yeah, far still, my favorite song still when it came out. It's still really popular. Yeah. But yeah, this was yeah. this was my favorite when it came out. But and I like to listen to all their. Actually, I like all their music. Oh yeah. You know, Four Wheel Drive is a good yeah, album. Well, we just gave something. No, away. we didn't. Okay. Nobody's going to know that. I know what Four Wheel Drive. I know, but you said you yeah, listened I, to I, them I all did. the time. I absolutely did. And let's yeah. put it this way: this is an old, old song. I was 10 years old when this came out, so it's well, 50 years old. Yeah, but it's still, you still hear it. Still extremely popular. Yep. So, fire you know, away. Fire away. Let's fire just away, yeah, let's, fire uh, away. And if you don't know it with the first chord progression, you're, yeah. you have to have heard this. Anyway, 574-936-4096. If you know what this song is, call us and tell us. I think we have a winner. Uh, why is this not working? There we go. There we go. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? Fine. Oh, we're doing great. Do you know the song? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Taking care of business. BTO. Oh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Whoops. There we there go. go. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Teresa, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Doing uh, good. great. At least yeah. we know we have a listener today. Yeah, at least one person's tuned in. One or two. Well, I would have called in earlier, but I was busy. Well, yeah, you 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 work or something, right? Yeah, uh, something. <laughs> work. <laughs> Isn't that what Maynard G. Krebs used to say? Work. Uh, I wish work. I could say that. Work. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you you have the joy of knowing that you knew that song. You you can be proud. <laughs> go go to work and and just talk it up to everybody about how you knew that yeah. song. Yeah, I'm sure that'll bring you a lot of street cred. <laughs> All okay, right. guys, I gotta get back. Thanks for the call. 
Bye. Bye. Yeah. Teresa, she's straight G. She's OG. Old school gangster. Yep. <laughs> what o- are you doing o- over there? We're o- doing a show here, Fred. Yeah, what are you, I know. You're, a, you're uh, involved actually, in something. Uh, actually, uh, uh, OG is referred to as an old gangster. Yeah, that's what I yeah, said. Yeah, I do. most people don't know that. Yeah. So. Well, I do. Man, I'm I'm down in the street. I'm down in the hood. So were you one of the original vice lords that come out of Chicago? <laughs> I'm down in the hood, man. I can right walk at, through there. You, and uh, I you, you own wanted, that You place. wanted the disciples uh, motorcycle gang up there? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, uh, and those of you who who probably believe that what I just said, I'm I'm kidding. I I couldn't be more out of touch. I could with just modern. picture you on a motorcycle. You know. Uh, hey. My wife and I were the most dangerous motorcycle gang in Key West when we were down there. Uh, we were, we were, we were tourists from one, hell. One, one horsepower scooter. <laughs> yeah, we had the scooters. You have a sidecar with it too. No, we had the scooters. I'm telling you what, that was that was as fun as a vacation tooling around. Did you have your on helmets on? What helmet? Did you have a helmet on? What's that? It's something you put on your head to protect your brain. Oh, well, I don't you, need it. In then. case you, in, 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 you know, in case you get a shark attack and you that, that would be extra uh, uh, useless useless equipment did, for did, me. They rented. I was gonna say they they rent scooters down there. Oh yeah, Do they rent electric bikes. They rent too? everything. Electric bikes, uh, golf carts. They have these gigantic like twelve person golf carts. They rent. Okay. Um, just anything you can imagine to get around in an alternative way. A lot okay. of bicycles. A lot of bicycles. Well, traffic. I mean, cars are kind of an inconvenience down there. Aren't yeah, they? very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Parking is limited. parking is ridiculously terrible. We didn't even take a car. We didn't rent a car. We didn't have a car at all. You flew into Key West. Flew right? into Key West, which is really weird. Did you Uber over to wherever you were staying, or did no? You... There was ca- cabs outside. So okay. uh, one guy, and he was so good that we took his card, and that's who we called to come and get us when we went back to the airport. Oh, he was a good guy. He he was actually his house was just down the street from where we were staying. Did he give you the the lay, the layout <laughs> of the whole place? Oh yeah, he was really. Oh, good. those guys are good. Yeah, he was that. really good. I, yeah, um, I, and. Uh, you know, so yeah. when we uh, we gave him a nice tip, and then when we left, we called him up and said, "Hey, can you come back and get us? We'd like to ride with you again." So, yeah. uh, but no, we've been rented scooters, and voila. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, have not been there yet. Uh, it is uh, on my bucket list. Oh, but, you'll have uh, a good time. Now uh, get, you're going to have to deal with the heat. It is really well, hot. Well, I I figure I'd be looking. Now, if I'm still coaching, that eliminates January. Oh, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I'm probably looking December, and you're about done with the hurricane season yeah. in December. And if they didn't get any hurricanes by then, it would be you know safer to. We were. I've there. been down. I you know I never got that far down. I uh, guy I played ball with many years ago uh, was uh, he was a tennis pro down at uh, in uh, at a place called Mariner Sands, and they stayed in West Palm. Right. Where they lived at. He was married. And, uh, but, uh, and she taught school down there. And we went one Saturday night, we went down to lot, you know, we went all the way down to Lauderdale, went down into, touched on Miami and stuff, you know. So, but that's as far as I got. Yeah. 
Well, this is you're. you're now I've got friends. Go, I've got love. friends of mine that have, I got a friend of mine that has taken his motorcycle all the way down. You know, rode down through there because uh, he cause he he ca- called me one night. Uh, it was about one thirty in the morning, and it was in January back here, and he was on his motorcycle, and he pulled off. You know. Yeah. And hey, you still up? Yeah. You know. Guess where I'm at? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'll tell you, you'll love it. You'll, yeah. you'll have a good time. Yeah. And if you like music especially, because yeah. there, there is like a thousand bars on Duval they, Street. You get plenty of uh, different varieties. Oh, you, anything you could imagine. You know, I get, and, you know, I get down, down in the, where the warm sands and the beaches are. I like the steel drum stuff. And there's nothing, you know, I've been in the Bahamas a couple times, yeah. and, you know. And I mean, you're just sitting. Oh, there's a lot. I of, mean, there's yeah, it's a lot of reggae. Yeah, I can, uh, I can do that. A lot that. of stuff like that. I but can I, do that. You just basically, we did a lot. You just walk down the street. If you hear something you like, you walk in. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of open air stuff that you can go. I mean, literally, and literally, there's somebody playing. It's, it's 24 fairly, it, hours a day. It's fairly safe there too. Isn't oh, it? extremely safe. Much more so than New Orleans, and you know. Oh, extremely yeah. safe. I. I never saw. First, I guess Orlando was too until last weekend. Never saw a cop down there, ever, really? not once. Oh, and you're talking about a lot of people. A lot of people, especially in the wintertime, and a lot of alcohol. Yeah, and there, I I don't recall a problem. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's just one of those places I like to go down. Well, get and, you there. Know, I mean, uh, just to get there. Rent a scooter. Wear maybe, your helmet. Maybe, maybe maybe go out and fit. I assume they do chargers out of there too. Yeah, all the, oh, I'm sure they're expensive, the but no, they're not too bad. Yeah, I can they give take you the, the name do of they the take place. the bigger boats out where they get like fifty or sixty on? Well, not fifty or so sixty, much, but know, probably pay. about twenty, twenty five, okay. and then they feed you. Yeah, and they they if you, if you get they, anything, they clean all the fish. Yeah, they drink you. So I'm talking about the tours. We didn't. We're gonna. We're going on vacation again here in a few weeks. We're thinking about taking one of those charter fishing things. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I, and that would be. I, I've been. And they're not that I've expensive. Been, I'm not a big. I'm not a big fisher person. I've been up on oh, Lake I'm Michigan with the, with the downriggers and stuff. You know, yeah. and I just I could do it. You know, me and Ernest Hemingway out here just whaling the big. Yeah, I'm not a fisherman at all, but get out on the boat and watch people. Just watch oh, people yeah. fish would be cool. Yeah. You know, see those gigantic fish and Take your all little this phone stuff. camera out. Yeah. Click, 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 click. Yeah, everything you got. That's something. But we took a lot of the tours, the dolphin tours and the sunset okay. tour and the... Now, did they... Did you we hooked swam up with those on the reef. you stayed at or did the cab driver tell you? No, we, Maggie found them, but she got suggestions from people who lived there. Uh, did they pick you up where you were at or did you have to get no, somewhere? No, we got there. Okay. I mean, they... they if you asked them, they probably would. That's like the scooter place. Yeah. That's how we got them. We called them, and they say, hey, we'll come pick you up. So they came okay. and picked us up and took us down there. Yeah. Uh, didn't charge us anything for picking us up. We just gave the guy a tip because was, yeah. he was a good guy, too. Yeah. Um, well, but, tourism is our business. You yeah. Know, they're going to take care of Yeah, they are. You know. um, but uh, uh, no, I, I, we went out on those, and they were fabulous. Um and you got it. You got it. You know, we're thinking about a boat or a fishing trip this time. Well, but, nothing wrong with that. No, we saw turtles, sea turtles, and we swam on the reef. I knew. Uh, I oh knew my a god! It makes me want to get my would, scuba. Would go down and go out of Fort Lauderdale, and they could either take the ship over or the boat, and there's 50, 60 people on there, or they could fly into one of the little littler, uh, uh, right, Bahamian yeah. islands. Yeah. And uh, one oh, time, go one time they were the, 
the only thing there was the bar slash restaurant and where they stayed at in the hotel area. And it was all attached, and that was the only thing there. And they had one satellite phone for the whole island. That was it, and that was in the bar. And, there, you know, I mean, there were wealthy people that had houses and stuff there, you know, would fly in. And, uh, but they were, and where was that at? I can't think of the name of the island now. But uh, they, they all enjoyed themselves. You know, nobody bothered them the whole time they were there. Um, came back with a big cooler full of fish that were all cleaned and dry iced and everything, all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so. getting out on the ocean is always fun. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Got to get a little, got to get a little salt air in you. I mean, you ain't kidding there. Yeah. Well, man, you want to get out of here? Yeah, let's uh, let's, let's move on. I I don't really have anything overly important. You got any birthdays? I have one. You got one birthday? Well, yes. we're going to go through birthdays now. If you hear your name, you're going to be eligible for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, a pretty small drink from the Coffee Lodge, and a bouquet of flowers from Cash and Creek. Who's your birthday? Uh, former 1973 Plymouth High School graduate Rick Lehman's wife, Margot, is 69 today. And she is a deputy coroner in Fulton County. Now, she was an RN for years. She has a birthday. That's the only one I've got. Well, I've got one. It's a belated birthday from March 5th, but it's Mary Ross. Mary Ross, happy birthday. Mary John's happy. wife. Yes, it is. Actually. Actually. Yes, yeah. yes. So, very happy birthday. You oh, made it. Just got your It was a white hat, hat, right? You had to get yeah, that in. Yeah, it was in. the top okay, one. All right. all right, we got it. So, anyway, those are our birthdays. Make sure you're tuned in Friday. We have our drawing. We have a drawing at the end of the month for... 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. All you have to do, all you have to do is send your name in here and tell us when your anniversary is, and we'll put you in the hat. It's easy. It's easy. Now it's time for trading posts. You can buy, sell, trade, giveaway. Four items, four figures. Okay, I got to throw it. This one's old, so I got to throw it away. And I made the you basket. You made it. Yeah, left-handed, too, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I'll give you a three-point one. Yeah. I'll, I'll get well, I mean, it's up. far enough away. I, just get, I raise the arms yeah. up. I got yeah, it. Yeah, you, you, you challenge a shot. That's right. Uh, Plymouth Elks Lodge, Friday. Fish, all you can eat. Delicious, by the way. Beef and noodles. Ooh. Jumbo shrimp. And New York Strip Steak. That's all oh, coming up Friday. New York Strip Steak. My wife will be easily talked into this. Uh, that includes a salad bar, potato, and dessert. They serve from 5 to 8. Carryouts are available, 935-5511. That is, is, is when you post. When you talk to her about going to the Oaks, is that the only time she says yes, dear, to you? Uh, when it's steak, steak, yeah. Is that when she it's not okay. steak, she doesn't, she doesn't say care. yes, dear. Never. All right. It's got to be just, staying. I'm, I'm just asking. I, I don't yeah, know. You know. I have to ask. You always do. Inquiring minds want to know. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for us, man. Thanks for joining. Uh, I had a good time. Appreciate uh, it. It's been uh, interesting, to say the least, <laughs> uh, last few days. Uh, I said, you know, the girls are all right. They're playing. They should be... They should be about done with the, their first game of three well. today, so... You'll be uh, getting a score pretty soon. Uh, if I don't uh, this evening, I will be. Uh, I have enough of them that somebody will respond to me. Good, you know. All right. So, 
Well, that's going to do it for us. Have yourselves a great day, and uh, we'll be back at 9 tomorrow. I think it's Commissioner Day. Let me take a quick look and make sure. Do we have anybody to cheer in? The the Falcons are it, right? Falcons are in it Saturday. Uh, make sure you uh, – I think they are at North Judson, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to take a look at yeah. that because I'm going to end up going to the game. So yeah. uh, one more basketball game, probably more than that. So, yeah. anyway. Have yourselves a great day. Commissioners, tomorrow we'll be back at 9 o'clock. Hey, man, who's that cat coming down the street? I don't know, but it sounds to me like that's Wicked Man with the bone. Still having himself a ball. <laughs> <laughs>